0: All right, everyone, welcome to Digital Conversations presented by ChatFunnels. I am your host, Billy Bateman, and today I'm joined by Lauren Joyce, a Digital Marketing Specialist for 1-800-CONTACTS. Lauren, thanks for coming on.
1: Oh, thanks for having me. It's great to be here.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to have you. Um, before we get into it, uh, just you know, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. And I think you've got a really interesting story of how you made your way into marketing. Um, and just share that with us.
1: Yeah, so um, I actually, yeah, I went to school at BYU, and uh, my, my degree is in exercise and wellness, so out of college, I actually started as a, as a personal trainer and a wellness coach, um, actually at 1-800-CONTACTS, so they have an on-site gym there, and uh, I was a personal trainer to our associates and their spouses, and loved doing that, but then I just kind of, what I call, had a quarter-life crisis, I guess, and Decided, you know, what am I going to do with my life? I don't think personal training's it for me, and uh, had a friend that had an entry-level opening marketing position. It was actually an affiliate marketing position open. She said, "Hey, I think you might like it. Check it out." Um, so I definitely had to Google search what affiliate marketing was. I had no idea, uh, so Googled it and thought, "Hey, what the heck?" You know, I was thinking of maybe going to law school, but I thought I could put that on hold for like a year, check out marketing, see if I liked it, and uh yeah. ended up being a stick. So um, I started in affiliate marketing and uh, moved over into the digital side a couple of years later before I started with display and video and some native work. And then um, I made my way back to 1-800-Contacts in marketing. So over here, now I'm back and I'm I'm doing affiliate marketing for them as well. And then I'm on the paid social and display side. So. I'm doing a lot for them, but it's awesome. It's awesome to be back in a different role.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I love it. And then, I mean, I'm sure most people have heard of 1-800-CONTACTS, but for every anyone who hasn't, like, what do you guys do?
1: Yeah, so we have, it is actually a phone number. I think people forget yeah. that 1-800-CONTACTS is a phone number. Um, so we, we sell contact lenses, um, but we do have some sister companies that are under the 1-800-CONTACTS umbrella that people might not have heard before. So we have Lingo. Um, that's spelled with two eyes, so a little a little play on there for you. Uh, but we—that's our eyeglasses um, cool. company, and then we also have Boomerang, which is our lens replacement. So if you have a pair of glasses that you really love, but your prescriptions changed, we can just switch out the lenses for you. So um, yeah, we do have some other companies under one eight hundred, and we're continuing to grow. So it's exciting.
0: Awesome, awesome. I've I've used one eight hundred contacts forever, and. I've never called the number. I've always gone to the website.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's the way we're going. So,
0: (laughs) so, all right. Well tell us um, you're doing affiliate marketing and then some social marketing as well. And and paid marketing, Um, tell us a little more about your role, what you guys do, kind of how, even how, how does 1-800-CONTACTS really go about acquiring a customer online?
1: Yeah. So, you know, we, yeah, it's, um man so with affiliate you know we're we're definitely out there on the coupon sites um a lot of those you know retail me not Rakuten kind of sites with affiliate um but then as far as digital we we're, we're paid social we're display and we're just trying to kind of be everywhere so you know on the on the team I you know I'm born and raised from Salt Lake City so I'm a huge huge jazz fan and so I jokingly refer to myself as the John Stockton of the team meaning uh, you know, our paid search guy is probably the Carmelone where he's getting conversions, hammer dunk after hammer dunk. But most of the time, <laughs> everyone kind of, everyone kind of forgets about John Stockton and the awesome bounce pass that he had to give to before we before we got the slam dunk there. So uh, that's kind of the role that I play at 1-800 Contacts is kind of being the assister a lot of the time. So, um, you know, through our media mix model, we can see that paid social and display you know, we pop quite a bit, um, but that's always not the conversion channel. So, yeah. you know, I frequently think of, you know, just my own habits of browsing the internet. And so many times I don't click on an ad. I don't know why it's like ingrained in our, you know, not to click on the ad, you're like afraid you're going to get like a virus or something. So I think a lot of times you see like an ad that you're kind of interested in, but then you immediately go to Google and you, you search for it. So, you know, you got to Kind of while we're looking through attribution, recognize that paid social still plays a part into, uh, you know, into paid search.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree. Like, you've got to get people into that kind of awareness stage. And social media is a great place to kind of, you know, people just start scrolling through their feed. And it's like, OK, what's this? You know, we've all yeah, we've all bought things that I mean, like, I had no idea this existed, but I've got to have it when you see it on right. Facebook, you know. So. it's kind
1: of creepy how well the Facebook, you know, optimization and the behind the scenes, personalized ad things can work for you. Oh, um, yeah. I, it's the algorithm is down to a T, you know, like it, it knows if you are, are great at scrolling through the carousels, you know, I'm a carousel shopper myself. And so I get those all the time where I just kind of browse through the carousel. And, you know, Facebook picks up on that and I get served for those all the time. So oh, yeah. creepy, but awesome. That's like kind of my mantra as a digital marketer. You're like, man, some of this stuff is so creepy, but it's so cool at the same time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did one Google search for new hunting boots and I could not get on Facebook or Instagram or anything without seeing an ad from, you know, Red Wings, Danner, or any of those guys just like Bombarding me with them, you know. I've got yeah. have this pair uh, yeah. right now. I'm like, man, I'm like a year out. I was just starting to think, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, then every once in a while, you get like these ads that are like, "What in the world?" From my search history, did they think yeah. that I wanted this ad?
0: <laughs> no, yeah, you get those. You're like, how how did I get this? You know, yeah. I thought they were smarter than this, <laughs> right? <laughs> so. Yeah. All right. Well, I, so you guys, you know, you're setting up a lot of the team for success and everybody on the team's important. Um, You know, I like Carl Malone a little more myself than John Stockton, but Carl would not have been what he was without John. Anyone would say that. Um, That assist,
1: you know, that assist record from John Stockton is not going to be touched. It's going to be be a long time.
0: (laughs) Ever, ever. So how do you guys, um, how do you guys, you know, attribute, where the success is coming from? Are you on a multi touch attribution model, single touch? Like, how do you guys dive into that?
1: Yeah. So, I think first and foremost, you got to have, you know, a CMO and your, you know, bel- believers around you that paid social and display are actually contributing to the overall funnel. Um, yeah. I think that's half the battle sometimes is making people get away from that last click view all the time and realizing that there's more that 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 view through conversion, really, there is something there other than just like this last click all the time. So I'm surrounded by great, you know, we're at 1-800-CONTACTS, our marketing team's great, we're really open-minded. We we realize that paid social and display have a great role in that. And then second, we're, you know, exploring a multi-touch attribution model. Um, for us, it's more, we know that, you know, paid social and display, you know, are contributing to these paid, paid search conversions, but we just want to see how many times it takes or people's conversion path to get there. And so by implementing an MTA tool, we're going to be able to start to see how long, you know, time to convert is such a unknown thing right now. And it's not like when I, you know, it's not like contacts, you wake up and you're like, man, this is, I'm excited to buy this today. You know, like, it's not a sexy product by any means. So it's just, whenever you're out, you're out, it's kind of a needed product. So it's, it's balancing the awareness of, you know, cause people really only buy contacts maybe twice a year. So you want to be enough in the consideration. Um, but you also kind of want to be there exactly when they need to buy. And so, you know, the, hopefully by getting an MTA in place, we can kind of see basically how long it takes a, a purchaser to you know, convert for us.
0: Yeah. So you guys working on putting that in place right now is what it sounds like.
1: We are. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So is that something like homegrown that you're doing on your own, whether it's, you know, like using a BI tool or even Excel, or is it something you purchased?
1: I wish, I wish we were doing it homegrown, but it's a little all over our, our head. I think a little bit, so we are, we're exploring a couple of different companies to look at that are going to be implementing that for us. But, cool. you know, we, we have a medium mixed model that we've been able to do internally that, you know, it shows certain things that pop for us really well. Um, again, that goes way over my head with all of our data, uh, data people that can do it a lot better than I, um, but we just, we do see, you know, paid social pop for us being a really positive channel for us. And so now we just kind of want to see the full, the full window and the full funnel of funnel view of it.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So I want to circle back to another thing we started talking about, which was, you know, Facebook. Um, obviously, you know, you're advertising on Facebook, uh, with the new iOS that's coming out, there's going to be some changes making it not quite as easy for that algorithm to, to pinpoint everything you you're interested in. I, I mean, I'm not an expert on it. We don't really go heavy into Facebook advertising, but, um, would love to hear, you know, what is how is that going to impact marketers and, uh, and how are you guys thinking you're going to adapt?
1: For sure. Yeah, it actually dropped this week officially, I think. So if you are an iPhone user, which I'm not, so uh, but I guess if you, yeah, it's starting to drop this week so you can update to the iOS 14, whatever versions next of it. Um, But basically what it is, is uh, customers have the opportunity to opt out of personalized marketing if they want. it's one of those things where I just don't know how, how well customers know kind of like what they're getting themselves into by saying yes or no. I just think that sometimes they see the opportunity to not give Facebook more data, and so they're all for it, right? So yeah, it'll be kind of interesting to see. It's going to be kind of a rolling thing, you know. I think that the updates just started happening this week, so we'll start to be we'll start to see it be more in effect in the next couple of weeks. But um, basically, what happened is we, you know it's going to mostly affect attribution on Facebook. So we had a seven day click view or, or sorry, a 28 day click view and a seven day post view. Um, and that's getting dwindled down to a one day view through and a seven day click. So basically it's going to make it all more important to kind of make your ads a little bit more clickable so that we can at least have seven days to be able to retarget them, um, get some sort of cookie from them for the next seven days that we can at least still show them some ads on Facebook. Otherwise we just get kind of that one day view through um, and then it's gone. So it's gonna severely just kind of affect like the way that our attribution is gonna look. Um, Our view through conversions are obviously gonna come down quite a bit. Um, And so that's half the reason to be honest why this MTA stuff is just a perfect time. We're gonna need it more than ever to be able to show that paid social is still showing that assist view um, even without, you know, that seven debut through or the 28th post day click. So, yeah, yeah, it's a little, it's a little scary as a marketer, but you know, we're, we're adjusting and we're, we're making it work.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. It, it can be, it's definitely going to change the game for a lot of people. Um, so what, you know, what are you guys doing to, I mean, you don't have, if you can't share, you can't share, but uh, what are the strategies you're going to, try to look at to because you're probably not going to get the conversion that you used to get off Facebook. So are you going to keep filling up the pipeline?
1: Yeah. So I think more than ever, our first party data is actually going to become even more important. So, you know, we're leveraging our CRM team more than we ever have probably with Facebook. So I think, you know, we have an added fund of 1-800 contacts just because we have personal health information. So sometimes using our first party data doesn't translate well and we, we aren't able to feed that through Facebook. So we have some, we have our work cut out for us, but I think that first party data is going to become even more important. And then second, we just got to be able to figure out our audiences. So, you know, our audience sizes are going to shrink with this. Mm um, um, so we just gotta be able to find like those broader interest categories and make sure that we're still hitting the right people. And then when it comes down to it, we just really got to evaluate our, our ads. I think, you know, I kind of joke that display ads are kind of the billboards of the internet. Like it's gotta be enough that it grabs your attention and kind of memorable, maybe click, but at least grab some, some sort of attention. And so I think right now we're, we're having a, you know, a hard reset of what our ads look like and how can we make them more attractive and pop out a little bit more than the next person and make sure that, you know, it'd be awesome if we can get a click out of it. You know, that's, that's just huge right now with the Facebook attribution changes. We got to We got to be, get some more clicks.
0: Yeah. And then when you get those clicks, you know, you got to obviously convert those people. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. So what are you guys, are you guys doing anything to, to, you know, try something new on the conversion, whether it's landing pages, offers, what are you guys doing?
1: Yeah. We've, we've fell into that kind of, I think, uh just easy way of things and just sending everyone to a home page and i think sometimes as marketers you get you get so focused in on your ads and your home page and you're so used to your own product that you kind of need to step back out and forget that hey what if i'm looking at this for the first time does this make sense like you know can i get through this whole process and not have any questions kind of thing so yeah. you know we've never done the the dynamic landing pages, and it's something that we're starting to test now. So, you know, I think it's important to see whatever message you saw on the ad if you click on that, a similar experience rather than just sending you straight to our home page where you might just not even know where to start. You know, yeah. so yeah, I mean, that's go ahead. Landing
0: pages, you know, the more personalized, the better is what we've found, and uh we use the bots a lot on the landing pages mm-hmm. and when we tie up the message, you know, the bot will come up and like, maybe they clicked on an email or an ad, whatever it was, and just continue that message. Like, okay, you know, you were interested in this, like, let me help you. Um, dude, as opposed to just the generic, you know, here's, here's the same message we give everybody. Uh, conversion right. always goes up. <laughs> it always goes up. Unless you get a little too personal. <laughs> And right. like yeah. Maybe you know too much about them and you're like, well, I, <laughs> I didn't think they knew all this and I'm out, you know?
1: Exactly. So, that fine line of like cool and creepy.
0: <laughs> for sure. You got to You got to find where it is, where it is as a marketer. Oh, right, hey, Lauren. Well, I really appreciate you sharing anything with us. And uh, before I uh, before I let you go, I'm just going to ask you, like, is there anything I should have asked you that I didn't um, that you'd like to share?
1: Not really. I mean, I think we're, no, I think we're good. Right.
0: Okay. So if people want to reach out to you and, and continue the conversation, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm Lauren Joyce, and you'll be able to find me at work at, you know, 1-800-CONTACTS and happy to connect with anyone, continue the conversation and love talking digital marketing with everyone else. So I love to learn. So let's connect.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing. And uh, after you've got some information on those landing pages, we'd love to have you back on and, and recap how it worked out.
1: For sure. I appreciate that.
0: All right. We'll talk later.
1: Okay. Thanks, Billy.
0: Thanks for listening. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And for past episodes, go to chatfunnels.com podcast.